Hi, this is Stage Appropriate with Juno and Katie. We talk about musicals. We sure do. A lot. Today we're talking about a new musical in London that we saw the other week and it's called The Little Big Things. See, I did it actually. Juno loves it when she can sing the, the title. The Little Big Things. Ticks box. Do, do, do. They're the only words I knew. Uh, we saw this show at the Soho Place Theatre, which is brand new and shiny. It's where Brokeback Mountain was on earlier this year and it's at Tottenham Court Road. Uh, so yeah, it was cool. End of episode. End of episode. That is all. Juno, three minute plot synopsis. <laughs> She's had no preparation time on this. I have had no preparation Apart from time. the week and a half since the show. So I I've feel like you should be fine. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go. go. So there's this guy, I can't remember his name, Henry, Henry Fraser. And, so I do remember his name. And he goes like away and he's like a really good rugby player he's like a teenager like a rugby prodigy teenager and his brothers play rugby too and he goes like on holiday with his brothers they have like a really fun time and then he has like an accident in the sea and like that makes it sound a little bit like he got caught short and did a no. wee that's not what but, no he like banged his head trying to dive and was paralyzed so he couldn't move like the, the bottom half of his body from the shoulders down from the shoulders down yeah and he was in a wheelchair and he was in hospital for ages and then they let him out early because he could like shrug and that was like a really good sign because he could move a bit and they said he'd be fine so he let him out early and then his dad got him to so he tried to get him to do like some digital painting he used one of his old gum shields from when he played rugby and attached it to like a paintbrush and a stylus whatever it was and then so he could use his mouth to paint and then he was like a painter mm. yeah yeah cool so it's, and based, it's a real story yeah it's based on a true story so Henry Fraser is now obviously an artist but I think he does sort of motivational speaking type things and he wrote a book about this whole experience which is what the little big things is based on it's like he's telling so he's trying to tell his younger self like about his life so it's like his younger self follows him around everywhere like he can't let go of how it how things were before the accident basically because it's him and he needs and he doesn't really know what happened and he needs this version of him to tell him so he can kind of let go of the past kind of it's really clever so it is all the way through there's two henry's yeah so you get i'm gonna do actors names so henry is played which henry but well that is a good point. So Henry pre-accident was played by, uh, I'm going to say Johnny Amy's is how you say that name. And then Henry post-accident was played by Ed Larkin. You said post-accident. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Post-accident. That makes more sense. So all the way, almost all the way through, there's the two of them on stage at all yeah. times. And they're like in dialogue with each other, which to start off with, I was like, that's a bit weird. But then it's actually super clever. Yeah. And when he's in hospital, you don't see him in hospital. You see the people coming to visit him and stuff. And there's this really funny, um, what is she? Like physiotherapist. A physiotherapist Agnes. called Agnes. And she has all the best lines. And she's in a wheelchair as well. Yeah. And the actors who play the people in wheelchairs are actually in wheelchairs. Yeah. Yeah. And there's this doctor called Dr. Graham who is like <laughs> working with Henry. And so she said something like, I think that disability is like going on holiday because you try... Say you're trying to go to Italy, but then you end up in Belgium. It's not what you wanted, but it's still really nice. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's a bit crazy. And then so Agnes says that she thinks that 
Henry's going to be able to get out of hospital early. And Henry's parents are like, but Dr. Graham said that it'll be like another nine months. And Agnes says, but Dr. Graham thinks disability is like going to Belgium. It was very funny. Yeah. She was really entertaining. So the things that are really good about it, and there's not, I don't think that I say this like I'm going to go, and then here are the bad things. And I don't think there are any really. No. It was a really good show. I obviously having that sort of representation, so like actual actors in wheelchairs who use wheelchairs in real life outside of the show. That's obviously yeah. a really cool, inclusive bit of casting. Also, it's quite compact. So the theatres in the round, we were sat about five rows back in the stools on these like high, they were like sort of bar stools, weren't they? Yeah. Which was cool. But I think it's quite a nice little compact space and I don't think there'd be a bad view anywhere in there. No. So I think it's definitely worth it. It's just extended as well. There's lots of opportunities go and see it but I think it's a really good one I think like I think my mum should go and see it I've told her this yeah I think it's a really good shout and the, the cast are sort of on and off stage all the time aren't they so they'll suddenly whiz past you yeah so that was quite fun and the, I did really like the thing with the two Henrys because I thought it was really clever and also like you said when he was in the hospital I sort of thought like, if you're just seeing someone lying in a hospital bed for months on end isn't that going to be really boring but that's not how they staged it at all so like Juno said at no point was he lying in the hospital bed because you had Henry from before the accident and Henry from after the accident but then not Henry it was Henry like in his in head like he was yeah. talking to his past self like in his head like he it was when he was maybe like sleeping or unconscious or something yeah and he was like dreaming and he was talking to and him. it was clever as well because I suppose in that situation I imagine being in hospital for months and months on end is quite isolating and doing a show about someone who was in hospital spending a lot of time by themselves would be potentially sure, a lot of singing on your own about how sad you are but having the two of them always talking to each other it made it sort of more kind of lively didn't it yeah. And it was interesting that sort of the Henry before the accident was very like, I don't remember, I don't remember what happened in the accident. And the older one, the one in the wheelchair, was saying, I have to know, like, I, I can't remember and I need you to tell me. Because it's to help him, like, let go of the past. Because I need to be knows. able to move on. And I did think that was really clever. It was very, like, involving. Obviously, something that we have to mention, which was a big thing in me booking to see this show in the first place, was a particular performer, do you know? Who am I talking about? Lindsay Hately. Lindsay Hately. Oh, my God. Well, it wasn't a surprise you knew it was Lindsay Hately when I just said it. I love Lindsay Hately, as I'm Uh, sure I've mentioned before. I don't think you have. Have I not? I don't When I was 10, when I was the age Juno is now. Yay. Although by the time this goes out, maybe you'll be 11, because it's not that long. I wanted to be Lindsay Hately. I was obsessed with her. You literally, what do you want to be when you're older, Lindsay Hately? It wasn't even necessarily that I wanted to be the narrator in Joseph, which is what I knew her from. And that was my first show, seeing Joseph at the Palladium. And then Juno's first musical was Joseph as well, obviously many years later. And one of the times we saw it, it had a male actor playing the narrator, and I was really offended by that. I was like, there's literally two parts for women in this whole show. What are you doing? One of the parts... One of the times we saw it. Really aggrieved. And anyway, so Lindsay Hately, I love her. And she plays Henry's mum, Fran, Fran I think was her name. And she was incredible. And because Juno was sat right in the end. So every time Lindsay Hately did like an entrance or an exit and went past her, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're like inches away from Lindsay Hately. I was like, it's a good thing I'm not sat on the end because I'd probably be like reaching out being like, Lindsay Hately. Obviously, I'd have to full name her all the time. I wanted to be you when I was 10. And she'd be like, okay, security. And would be quite scared. And I'd be like, I don't know her. I think one of the standout songs from the show is after she's found out that he has had this accident while he's on holiday, she sings this song called One to Seventeen. 
1 through 17. It's one of those know. two things. I'm going to have to check because I don't want to get it wrong. I'm just looking in the programme. I'm going to sing while I do it. La, so la, it doesn't la, get boring. Obviously, la, I could just edit this bit out. But you're not when going I'm to. Looking. And in the programme, there's loads of the pictures that real life Henry Fraser has created. And they're very good. 1 to 17. I was right. So, and it's all about, you know, Henry is a little baby and then growing into the young man that he is now. And obviously, as a mum, I feel a certain degree of understanding with her of like where's all the time gone and she's very like her character is very aggressive isn't she in trying to she's not aggressive not aggressive as in beating people up but she's very (laughs) like where's my son he's coming home we're doing it now yeah she's really really firm like if she wants something she wants it his dad is a bit more I think kind of bewildered and lost and I think finds yeah. it I think they obviously they're both characters find it really hard to deal with what's happened to Henry but I think his dad it sort of it works a lot and I think his, I finds it hard to sort of cope with it in a practical sort of sense so that's one of the things that's interesting about it as well obviously Henry himself is dealing with this life-changing injury so he like is going to Belgium going to be in a wheelchair like going to Belgium he's going to be in a wheelchair for his whole life so he has physiotherapy with Agnes who is hilarious yeah and obviously and there's this weird time hang where- on I just want to say who plays Agnes, what is her name? Looking in the program, Amy Trigg. She was amazing. Absolutely um, loved her. Can I say my thing now? You can. There was this time when, so I think it was after he'd gone home for a bit and she was coming around to do the therapy with him because she still did that after he'd gone home. She was like, I'm taking you out to like a nightclub or something. And it was like Monopoly themed night. It was very odd. And I did like that he went as the car because of his wheelchair and stuff and he had the wheels. dressed up as characters from Monopoly and And went clubbing. It was was very weird. I was like, I don't really understand but it was, was you know it was like a moment like, of levity in the whole show there's a lot of stuff with his brothers as well so he's got two older brothers and two and one younger brother the older brothers are obviously dealing with a lot of guilt and one of his older of brothers like gets to be a yeah and obviously he then feels guilty about that because he gets to do the thing they Henry make a joke all the way through about he gets to play for the England B team and they joke about that not and being very good Agnes is like what do your brothers do and he's like oh well one of my brothers plays for the England England rugby team and she's like oh that's good and he's like the England B team and she's like I could play for the England B team <laughs> yeah that's funny and oh, I want to say I want to mention the younger brother Dom because he was played by Jordan Benjamin who I really really like we saw him in Back to the Future as Goldie and the guy from the band whose name I can't remember and he signed your programme after the show didn't he and I think he is an um, amazing performer I absolutely love him and he's obviously playing like the youngest one I think Dom's meant to be about 15 when it happens yeah and, and he's so they're meant to be like 15, 17, 19 and like there's two years between them all yeah it's weirdly regular like oh it's been a year and a half let's have a baby it's a bit odd like calm down guys but yeah obviously everyone in it was really good but I just I would go and watch him like if he was in another show I think I would actively want to go and watch him because I think he's got like really great energy like on stage he's got a beautiful voice obviously but um, I think as a performer he's very funny as well Dom gets to do some quite funny stuff relating to the awkwardness of Henry's position and I think it's easy to think that this show sounds like it'd be really depressing and it actually isn't at all is it no because it's very much a sort of this thing happened it sucks we'll get on with it and I I don't think you get like the self-pity with Henry of him being like oh I'm in a wheelchair this is rubbish I think it's just wanting to know what happened and wanting to move on so the thing that I would compare it to and I don't think it's necessarily a very good comparison is Dear Evan Hansen (laughs) because some of the songs just sound like you'll be yeah the song at the end of the first half which is The World Is Waiting literally as soon as it finished I turned to Juno and went you will be found because it was just exactly the same 
was not exactly the same, but the vibe of it was really similar. Can I say something? Yeah. <laughs> so there was this song where Henry, like young Henry, finally tells older Henry about the accident, and it's it's like Silence of the Sea. I think it's yeah, that one. it's really crazy because it starts off just kind of like normal, like da da da, I'm in the sea, <laughs> la la la, and then, <laughs> that's exactly how it sounded. And then, it gets crazy and there's like, what's it called? Like, it's not smoke, but it's like there's smoke everywhere. There's red lights. He's like hanging in the air. He's upside down and he's like singing. And I'm like, how do you sing upside down? Whoa. He's like hanging in the air and swinging around. And it's like he's swimming. And it's yeah. crazy. He's on suspended on some sort and of harness. And there's like blue and red lights. Yeah. It's really clever, isn't it? Because obviously with it being in the round, there's not a set as such. You get like the odd bit of set brought on stage. and There's like the sofas where, and stuff when yeah, it's in the house. Henry's paintings come down suspended from the ceiling. But there's not, obviously there's not a backdrop because that would mean uh, at any given time half the audience wouldn't be able to see anything. And that would be rubbish. But sometimes there was stuff on the floor. Yeah. Like light. And there was like a hydraulic lift, wasn't there? that um, brought people higher up um, at various points. You were quite worried about how wobbly it was. Yeah, it was, like, really wobbling. It was like when I went to that party at, and there was the thing that you were to climb up and then do, like, a jump and it was wobbling. Oh, my God, yeah. That, I didn't do it, but the it was scary party. just was to stressful. watch. And then there was another bit, like, towards the end where young Henry and older Henry, they were both, like, in the air and we were very stressed out because the older Henry, he's, like, in a wheelchair and he's swinging around in the air. Oh, that and really scared me. I was me. very worried because I was like, he's slightly higher than this other Henry. He, the wheels could like hit him in the face right now if they got the swinging round wrong. I think it's an image well. that they're using for the promotion, isn't it? Was yeah. it the one that was at Musical Con it that was you crazy. had your picture taken in front of? As soon as they clipped him in, I was like, oh my God. And I just got really stressed about it. I was like, I'm fairly confident this is safe because you wouldn't you wouldn't put anyone in a harness if they we might were fall talking out, to someone especially about someone in a wheelchair. We were talking to someone about it and they were like, well, if anything, there was so many safety stuff. He was probably the safest person in that show at any yeah, point. Yeah, we got some insider information <laughs> yeah. about it at Musical Con, didn't we? That we were reliably informed that many forms were filled in and health and safety checks carried out. But it was just, I just thought it was so clever because one of the, one of my things that ever so slightly is likely to put me off a show is sometimes the staging. Like if the staging's really minimal, sometimes that, not always, but sometimes that just really bugs me. I don't really know why. When we saw We Will Rock You in the summer... And that was basically all done on projections. And I was a bit like, I felt a bit underwhelmed by it. But this, they did so much with the space that they had, didn't they? And the fact that sometimes someone had their back to you. But for example, I don't think that happened as much as it did in Guys and Dolls. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like if you're on a certain side of it, that will have been the case. But I don't think it will. Maybe we should go and see it again and sit on the other side and see what happens. I liked it the side we were on okay (laughs) i liked the side we were on so we've talked about the crazy stunt we've talked about cast talked about some Mm. songs the songs the songs are good yeah the songs are good we uh, the one we the only one we can continue to sing is it's the little little big things things that stay in my mind it's the little big things that you can't leave behind they're not sort of you'd have to like ridiculous songs yeah they're not kind of big songs where you're like oh my god I feel like for any uh, musical you'd have to listen to some of the songs before you could like be like oh and that's this song and this is this song and here are the words because like you need to listen to it but you can't just know from seeing the show yeah I think that's true I think most of the time you do I don't know like, I think when maybe when we saw Lizzie I came away from that singing it more but I'd listened to it quite a bit the week before haven't I I think maybe um, so 
yeah, so that, I think I think they've released some songs already, but I think they announced quite recently that they're going to do a full cast recording. I think that's right. I just think I like the space. The theatre was really nice. We had a nice meal beforehand, didn't we, in their restaurant, which is called Stars, and that was cute. Had some nice like tapati stuff. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Really good Korean barbecue chicken wings that Juno enjoyed tremendously. And maybe too much. <laughs> Nothing will ever be the same again. The songs from this, I'm going to get, I started talking about Dear Evan Hansen. I'm going to finish my Evan Hansen point. I think the two shows are slightly similar in the way that they're meant to be a sort of uplifting triumph of the human spirit sort of thing. And I think this show is much better at it because someone who has a terrible accident age 17 and is paralysed and then comes through it to become very successful that is a more inspirational story then than someone just breaks their arm teenager is just a lies a lot sad. and then feels sad which I think is sort of the fun like Dear Evan Hansen I think is a, a bit problematic the story is very odd and I think just the songs that I'd heard from this made me think of the songs from Dear Evan Hansen the two shows actually aren't one similar one song you will be found yeah and in the song that she would that the mum was singing I feel like that might be a bit like anybody oh, so big, so small. as oh, well. okay, that one, yeah. Because it was like, yeah, I don't know what to point, do actually. as well. Because like she didn't know what to do. And it was like, yeah. yeah, you see my point. I do see your point, actually. That's a really good point. Uh-uh. No one in this asked anyone to like break in a baseball glove, which was no. good because that song's absolutely terrible. One thing that I did want to say that I thought I don't like, I I don't know if this is the case or not, but I thought some of the choreography was a bit weird. And I'm not like a big I don't really understand like dancing. I don't think there was much like choreography, but that was fine because it was like yeah, it was quite minimal. But a lot of the time when they were doing the choreography, it looked to me like I was like, are they doing sign language? Do you know what I mean? When it was like I'm dem- obviously this is not an audio medium, but I'm now demonstrating the dance moves. And it was a bit I th- but then I was like oh, okay this is a bit different and it's it's interesting at least obviously they're not going to be doing like tap dancing because <laughs> that would just be a bit weird and I think the choreography actually did suit the songs and the way that the production was done it was just when they started doing it I was like this is a bit weird I'm not really sure what's happening here so it was a bit <laughs> that was something that just threw me a little bit but actually, now that I think back on it, it did fit, didn't it? Yeah. With the vibes. And a really, like the ensemble, the whole cast were really, really great. There was these sort of moments of levity provided, obviously by Dr. Graham and her silly point about Belgium, which was funny. Agnes is a hilarious character and she's really, like, she takes no nonsense. She's very, very... What's the word? She's, she takes no prisoners. She's very... She's got this husband as well who works in the hospital and their relationship is sort of played for laughs as well. So I think there's quite a lot in it about kind of overcoming stereotypes and I think her role in it is helpful in Henry doesn't seem like a victim does he and I think that's really important a victim he of just the seems, sea. well it just seems like something that like a the rubbish thing happened to him and it was you know that sucks but in fact that's one of the songs that she sang wasn't it about she said a rude word about how it happens poo happens it was it was one of those things where she's just like singing a really nice song and then swore. So obviously, because that's the kind of thing I find funny, I found that really entertaining. I thought it was really, it was a good show. It was an entertaining show with good songs and it was also interesting. And I think that's quite rare. Like a lot of the stuff we see, it doesn't necessarily, it's good, but you don't necessarily think, oh, that was a really interesting choice. And I think because it is quite a serious story and they've obviously put a lot of thought into how to stage it in such a way that it will be entertaining. Because obviously they don't really want you to just sit there and be miserable the whole time, do they? They don't. Like um, in Lamers. Yeah. And I don't really know anything, I don't know anything about Henry bit. Fraser beyond this story, but... From what I've read, like in the program, it doesn't seem like he'd be someone who'd be like, oh yeah, I want everyone to know my story and just feel really sad and never go on holiday. Mm. Um, that is not really the point of it. So in terms of stage appropriateness, do you know, what would you say? Like, 
So there was some swearing in it. Yeah, probably like four out of five stage probably because there was some swearing. And but do you not think we've got? Do you like a, point a five now? out of five would be like Matilda? Or... But do you not think we're at a point now where no one's really that bothered about a little bit of swearing? Obviously, we take out my attitude to this, which is like, like meh, it's just when words, you're but... my age, maybe yeah. But like even Anne Julia, as we've talked about before, has got swear words in, and that's recommended to six plus. I just think these days, as I said to that school governor who came into my lesson. Who you're now besties with. It's who I'm now besties with. Just it's, kidding. I just think She's it's not. not seen as a big thing. I think. Like, um, and obviously I did credit Taylor Swift with this, that since she started swearing in songs, that's made it okay for swearing to happen in general. And I think it'd be quite a good show for younger people to see, don't you? You were yeah. the only child there, I think. There was like one other show. Okay. It was a Saturday night. It was during the last crazy storm that we had. We're in the midst of Storm Kieran right now. So we're not really seeing much of it at this point. But what was it? Storm Babette. Babette? What was it called? Babette. Storm Babette? I know. No, that is. That is right. Storm Babette. So it was very wet and grim so Babbage. I think actually seeing that I think that was a really good show to see in those circumstances don't you because it was really grim outside and then you get to come in and see something that on the one hand it's like oh this is a bit sad because this terrible thing's happened but then it was really uplifting and then when we came out it had stopped raining and it was like oh life is good I didn't good. think like that but oh, okay well anyway so would you recommend this yeah yeah, I think it's... Yeah, pretty much. It's also mm. nice to see something that's new. So it's only been open in the in London for a couple of months. And they've just extended it into 2024. There's usually tickets on the uh, discount ticket sites. So as always, I like to check, see if I was going to London today, what could I get tickets for? And uh, Little Big Things does appear quite often where you can get decent tickets for like £35 or even cheaper. And I do think you'd have a good view anywhere you sat in that theatre. Unless you're like right at the top. But even that, it's not that high, is it? You were saying I you'd be like to... looking yeah, right down. I, but I'm a seat snob, aren't I, because of you. I wouldn't want to sit that high up because like when we went to Les Mis and sat that high up I just didn't like it so but I would have quite happily sat in the first gallery or whatever it was uh-huh. called circle you're wobbling your teeth okay cool there we go Silence. the little big things the little big little things, big things. Ah. Uh, the music is by Nick Butcher lyrics by Nick Butcher and Tom Ling book by Joe White I was just thinking we might as well yeah I recommend it I, if anyone said to me oh, I'm going to London I'd like to see something new that I haven't seen before what would you recommend I think I would recommend this so it's good wasn't it yeah 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 yeah. Uh, uh, musicals on wheels also will be Starlight Express. Express. Weird connection between this and that because that's coming to the Troubadour next year and we'll probably go and watch it. Juno looks really painted. Do you just hate Andrew Lloyd Webber? Is that what this is? Because you also don't want to go and see Jesus Christ Superstar, do you? I don't know who writes these things. Hmm. You just seem to have strong objections to. I also don't like Phantom of the Opera. I think that's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, I know. Those both are, aren't they? But I like Joseph and School, and School of, of Rock. Rock. So. Okay. Mm. So it's not just entirely a Lloyd Webber situation. Mm. Cool. Okay, well, as always, if you've seen this show or if you're going to go and see this show, we'd love to hear from Comment. you. Comment! Let us know. Now! <laughs> well, not now, now. <laughs> now! Let us know what you think. It is really good. Like, I genuinely do think you should go and see it if you get the chance. As soon as you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah, if you have it seen it, right now. comment! Oh, and book she's it. so aggressive, isn't she? Do you know and where comment can, if you think I'm aggressive. Where can people I do find us? Stage. Underscore. Appropriate on Instagram. Yep. We are on many apps. We're on all the streaming apps with the podcast. And yeah, follow us on Instagram to see more of our general nonsense. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Thank you very much for listening. Well, goodbye.